Hey, hey, and we're back, baby. Beef sticks. It's getting beefy. And it's getting hot wild. Getting hog wild. Yeah, we can reboot ass. WCW pay-per-view names too, motherfucker. Hey, we can reboot all sorts of crap, man. Just you, you just wait. Just you wait. It's gonna be insane. Yeah, man. It's been a hell of a week, inside and outside of the wrestling realm. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Crazy, wild. <clears throat> you got Trump chucking paper towels all over Puerto Rico like a fucking madman. <laughs> you know, the guy The guy is something else. The guy, I, I will say though, man, he, he's, he's more of a showman than the rest of the presidents everywhere. All they did is come down there and, like, give aid to people and, like, help su- and support people. <laughs> right. He comes down there and he starts going, <laughs> I'll fucking Oprah Winfrey on you. You get a paper towel and you get a paper towel. Who wants some canned ham? <laughs> I mean, he makes a show out of this shit. There you go. You know he's putting it on the bill too, though, right? It's like he's writing everything down. It's like Puerto Rico, you got a year to pay us back for them paper towels and canned ham. I suppose that's the question of the week, folks. Donald Trump. The new Oprah Winfrey? You decide. I think so. I think so. Uh, I will say something, and it's going to be very unpopular with people, and that's okay because I'm used to that. This whole fucking uh, every time there's a tragedy in the world and WWE has to start every event with, let's take a moment of silence to remember those lost in Las Vegas. Shut the fuck up. Get to the goddamn show. You know what? If it was like a wrestler that killed a bunch of them, yes, do that. If it was like a wrestler that got killed in it, yes, do that. If you happen to be in Vegas that week, yes, do that. That's the super classy thing to do, and I would think I'd be upset if you didn't do it. But fuck, they, they give a fucking moment of silence, Raw and SmackDown, for shit that had nothing to do with anything and didn't affect WWE in any way. I mean, maybe some of the wrestlers knew of somebody. I haven't heard any news stories about that. But that doesn't even matter. It's like Bobby DeBrain fucking Heenan died. <clears throat> they had one little thing on, on Raw for him and didn't even mention it on SmackDown. Didn't even mention it. I think Bobby... I think... I'm going to say it. I think Bobby DeBrain Heenan is, is more valuable in my life than all 58 of them Jason Aldean fans. I'm just gonna put that out there. <clears throat> if I was like, if I was, if I, if I was a, a, an alchemist and I was transmuting an equivalent exchanging, it, I would need more than 58 of them Jason Aldean fans to equal Bobby to Brain Heenan. I don't think that the 28,000 that showed up would equal one Bobby to Brain Heenan. Just to be, I, I don't think Jason Aldean throw him in there. That doesn't even equal Bobby the Brain Heenan. So there's my rant to get people to hate us. There you go. Hey, we don't do it every week. Consistency is key, sir. Consistency is key. And it's just my opinion. That doesn't mean that's correct. You know, maybe maybe somebody listening to this lost somebody there or was there when it happened, God forbid. And that's horrible. And I honestly don't wish that on anybody, and I feel horribly bad about that. But I'm not going to take time out of this show in honor of that. I'm going to take time out of this show to complain about it. Right. That's what it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm an ass. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
That was that. This is I know this. anytime anytime there's like massive tragedy somewhere in the world that's very far away from me and it involves nobody I know or nobody I know through somebody. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I wasn't crying over Puerto Rico. Right? Stuff happens. Stuff happens. All Move to Minnesota if you don't want to deal with bad weather. And you'll still get it here. Yeah, I was going to say, but coming get- from the guy who lost his house to a tornado. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, hey, it, it picked me up and brought me to you, sir. Damn right. Landed me right. Landed you right on my cock. Perfect <laughs> fit. It's like Cinderella in a glass slipper. It's right in there. No Vaseline. Mm-hmm. Just sit right on. Nope. Shit. Lots going on this week, but I think since last week we forgot to bring them up, I think we should talk about our fridge and our beers. Refrigerator, why do I love you so? Because you hold my food and my beers, so you're my heart and soul. Refrigerator. Well, refrigerator. What a good refrigerator. I love my refrigerator. What do you got? It keeps fire nice and cold. I got what I had last week and was very excited to talk about, but we didn't talk about it. <laughs> we skipped right So I got it again. <laughs> Folks, tonight I am drinking Surly Furious IPA. Voted one of the best beers in Minnesota a couple years back. I'm sure it still ranks up there. I don't know if it's still first place. But it's really fucking good. And it's good for the soul. Just like the refrigerator. Imperial Red Ale. Hoppy Red. Not really an amber. That's all things that people call the Fat Mac when they see him walking down the streets. Rachel slurs. (laughs) (laughs) Furious breaks all the rules. We aren't even sure what to call it. Surly doesn't brew to style. It all started with Furious. In the end, what does style matter? What does styles matter? AJ Styles. Man, I'm having all kinds of fuck-ups tonight. First off, it wasn't recording any audio, and then it wasn't recording my audio, and then I got that figured out. And then I had to open the other thing to get the refrigerator song to play. So I'm sure I was behind you, and now (laughs) your picture was all tiny in the corner of the box. If these are the kind of issues we're getting, I'm happy with that. Keep them coming. Challenge me. We'll take it. We'll I'm take not even going to read the rest of the cans. If you want to know the rest of the story of uh, Surly's Furious IPA, go and buy it. Read buy the can it. for yourself. It's fucking great. Buy it, motherfuckers. That is great. That makes me happy. Um, I I have an amber. I have Finnegan's Irish Amber. Let me let me let me see myself so I can make sure that you can see. I know it's backwards, but that's Finnegan's Irish Amber. Uh, a good, a good, um, a good Irish beer. A nice amber that um, it's not too thick, but it's definitely not a light beer. It's definitely not a hoppy beer. You get the full kick of it. 
Uh, I may or may not have had this one on here before. I know I've had the Hoppy Shepherd. Uh, Finnegan's is good. The Irish know how to drink, okay? The Irish know how to drink. Oh, yeah. This one here, it is bottled at Summit Brewing Company in St. Paul, Minnesota. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from old pasty over there. Uh, very good. Very, very, very cool. Very refreshing. Uh, fills your tummy. It's a good one to have at the end of the day. Fill your tummy, put you to sleep, you know. Well, let's hope it doesn't put you to sleep in the next two hours, sir. I, I would hope not. It'd be quite the lightweight. Oh, that was good. That was good. Delicioso. It was refreshing. It was delicioso. Don't forget, um, check us out. We have our Patreon account. That's Patreon forward slash cloud style. Yes, forward slash, not backslash. Don't backslash it. I've been telling people wrong for years. <laughs> right? For years and years. It took a podcast to, to, to smarten you up to it. <laughs> uh, we also have the GoFundMe page. If you're interested in helping us out in any way, shape, or form, GoFundMe. It's Cloud Style Broadcasting on GoFundMe. Make sure to Every dollar out- donated to either of these sources will be used to better and benefit Cloud Style Broadcasting as a whole. Yeah, We're not looking to use this to pay our bills. We're looking to use this to give you a better show, better backdrops, better, better, just better internet connection. For crying out loud, <laughs> right? Just that alone mean, would help. We'll start with the basics. We'll start with the basics and we'll work our way up. Yeah, you're basically we investing in your your own show. Is what you're doing. You're investing in this show, and you're you're investing in making this a more pleasurable experience for yourself, as well as for us. You know, as well as for us. But um, yeah. And while you're investing Facebook. and in an investing mood, why don't you invest in the beautifi- beautification of your motor vehicle? And hit up my buddy Corey Matthews over at Monster Wear Clothing. Get you some custom custom vinyl decals, high quality, low prices, sourced locally, fast turnaround times, great products, just like you get here on Cloud Style Podcasting. You're having a hard time speaking today, too, man. You're kind of struggling on some of them words. Don't forget yeah. to check out our Facebook page. It's um, We got uh, Cloud Style Broadcasting, Beef Sticks Podcast, either one of those. Check out our Spreaker page, Spreaker.com, Cloud Style Broadcasting. You can find Beef Sticks Podcast there as well as all of our other shows on Twitter. Catch us live streaming video on YouTube. Twitter, hey, we are YouTube.com at YouTube.com/podcast. I'm forward sorry. Slash. <laughs> forward slash Beef Sticks Podcast. It's ingrained in you, isn't it? It is. And check out our, our updates on Twitter. We'll let you know when we're going live. We'll let you uh, uh, ask you some questions. We post just some funny pictures or some news updates along the way. And that is at Beef Sticks CSB. Yes, at Beef Sticks CSB on Twitter. Oh, did we get all our plugs in? Also, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and, and I think that's it. For- yeah, otherwise, Spreaker and YouTube. Yeah. 
<clears throat> yeah, I think we hit it all. We're, we're, we're getting there. We're trying to be professional. We're trying to let all that in. We're, we're always more interested in giving you the show. We forget to promote ourselves, but nobody else right. is going to promote us. So we got to do it. We just, we just got to do it's, it. It's, I think it's far better to get this out of the way right in the beginning. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe while you're at it. And click that <laughs> bell. Make sure that you get updates and notifications. You want to be part of the notification squid. Yes, I like squid. Delicious. They shoot in. Hey, I think we timed that pretty good, Loke. Yeah, I think we did too. Coming along swimmingly. So we got a, actually, I, I, it looks like a lot of news and notes and rumors. I don't know. Maybe it's not. It's probably going to go quickly, but who knows? <laughs> we got stuff to talk about. It's always good to talk about it. Um, we're going to talk about. to my homie King Stoney in the live chat. On the YouTubes. Boom! Welcome King, to the party, sir. King Stoney, you're the man. You're the man. And plus, I, I dig the name, man. I dig the name. Uh, a little old news that we never did get to talk about last week. Last week, we got rushed long um, and ended up actually going just, just slightly long, but not a lot, but we, we cut it off good. But we never did get to talk about the Bullet Club's invasion of the WWE. Um, I don't know if anybody out there watches um, being being elite, being elite, being the elite, being the elite. I don't remember what it is. Something. I, I catch it every now and then. Um, to be honest, in my opinion, it's it's a hit or miss show. Some shows you see me mm-hmm. drag, and I don't really you know care care about what they're talking about. But some of them are super 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 entertaining and and fun. I mean, you got the Bucks. And you had Adam Cole on there for a long time. You got Marty Skrull on there now. Um, it's it's fun. It's a fun show. Well, anyways, they, they did a, a retake, if you will, on the old WCW invasion that DX did. Uh, eons back. 20 years? Is, uh, I, I'd bet. I'd bet 20 years. Um, and uh, um, they went there. They kind of... The, their whole gimmick was... Um, They've been saying that uh, WWE uh, told them they couldn't do the suck it anymore and that they, they cut that out, told them they couldn't do that. They also, on Being the Elite, they had um, a WWE goon kidnap um, um, Hangman Page, yep. Adam Page, if you will. And uh, and they were talking about how WWE has Cody Rhodes' name. So they were coming there to, to take back the crotch chop, to take back Cody Rhodes' name, and to take back... Well, they got Paige back. He, he just wanted revenge. Now, to be honest, they worked me, because I, I've just kind of been paying, a lot, paying attention to this for a little bit, and I thought the, the whole crotch chop thing was legit. I thought that, that was um, a shoot. And that they weren't allowed to do the crotch chop. Well, apparently that was all made up. They just made all of this up. It was a work the whole way. But after this invasion on WWE, which is pretty entertaining. I thought it could have been funnier, but it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. They had uh, the Bucks. They had Adam Page. They had uh, Cody and Brandy Rhodes. They had Marty Skrull. Oh, yeah, the, the umbrella gimmick was the other thing that they were trying to get back. From Gallagher, Gallagher, right, right. To get Marty Skrull's umbrella gimmick back. So, um, 
So I'm, they did. I'm just going to go out of line here doing that longer than Gallagher's, Gallagher has been in WWE. Right? <laughs> yes. so, I don't I don't get what the fuck that's all about. They should be the ones doing and coming in. So it's... um. So all of this this work that they did, this was all a work. This was not a shoot. So in other words, this was all stuff that they had made up. WWE wasn't doing this stuff. It's just all part of their show. They're a show. They do that. They're an entertaining brand. Well, after this, the day after they did this invasion, WWE uh, hit them with a cease and desist order on doing the Turkish Wolf, the Two Sweet, the Wolf Pack, whatever you want to call it. Um, that they were not allowed to market this at all anymore. We'll Uh, do it for them. We'll do it. We'll do it all day long. Give one to the camera, sir. Not that we're making any money on this anyways, but... um, So, that was kind of... I mean, that's pretty petty on WWE's part. Especially since I don't know what kind of precedence there is for, for this, but... Um, as far as, as far, far as like hand gestures, I do know a while back Gene Simmons tried to trademark the the devil horns symbol, the hand <laughs> gesture, and he wasn't allowed to trademark that. <clears throat> so now, can WWE trademark a hand signal? <clears throat> the truth is, they probably can't. The Bucks would probably be able to get it, but WWE would run them through so much courtroom shit, oh, yeah. so much legal drama, so much money that WWE has to just throw away at something like this, but that the Bucks don't really have to spend on just a hand signal. So, uh, you know, the, 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 the funny thing is, too, they just recently, before this, asked Daniel Bryan if they could do the yes chant while doing the Turkish Wolf or the Too Sweet. And I'm just wondering what's going to happen now. Are they, you know, the yes, yes, yes. I mean, can you trademark yes? I, <laughs> right, right. If it's in threes, it's mine. You can say yes twice. <laughs> you can say it four times. Three, it's ours. I, I don't know. I don't, you know, you get so, so petty, especially in wrestling where so many things are borrowed and adopted and, and stolen right. and used and. It's so fucking Let's look at the company here who now is taking two classic WCW pay-per-view titles and bastardizing them for their own purposes. Which, to be fair, they did buy them with money. (laughs) They did buy those names. But, yes, that that is true. And, um... But but the Bucks did the, the smartest thing fucking possible they could do. And they made shirts that say cease and desist on them. And it has them doing... The too sweet, but it's censored out. There's a censored bar over the too sweet hand signals. Became the number one selling shirt of the month on ProWrestlingTees.com. <laughs> and the month isn't over. I mean, it just right. it just caught fire. Bam. Uh, so that's the best thing the Bucks could do. Market, market all this. I mean, this is giving them more attention. This is giving them more attention than the Invasion gave them. Because I've talked to a lot of wrestling fans who didn't know anything about the Invasion. Because WWE didn't talk about it. Right, yeah. They didn't, didn't let anything on to it. I mean, it was cool to see. Like like you were saying, it wasn't as funny as it could have been. I don't think they put as much effort into it as they should have. But it made a point. And I just, I like that WWE retaliated with more, you can't do this or this. 
it's uh it's a feud. And I, I worry now that this means that Young Bucks would never sign with WWE. Um, Unless they want those gimmicks so bad they're willing to sell their souls for them. I, I still don't buy that. I don't think the Bucks need WWE, and I don't think it's profitable for them at this time. Um, Not at this time. But, the, but I, I've been... I would love, I, I honestly think they will end up in WWE. Number one, they deserve it. They deserve it, if not just for the money and the, and, and the plot. Deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it. Um, so they, oh, they, I got to do one more time where I'm copywriting for you. deserve <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> so, um, they will at some point, but I don't see it happening anytime soon, and I don't think it's profitable for them. They make so much money on merchandise alone. Those guys are marketing just geniuses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be hard-pressed to, to debate that they probably make the most money out of anybody when it comes to merchandise in the independent scene. I think that's a pretty a pretty easy argument to make. I, I don't think there's many more... I, I can't think of anybody who would be in uh, second place. Um, I know Bruce, right. <laughs> Bruce Pritchard sells a crap ton of, of uh, pro wrestling tees at ProWrestlingTees.com. Uh, but I don't think he sells near as many as the Bucks. And and the, the fact that the Bucks get a... I believe they get a percentage of Bullet Club merch also... Um, God, you know what? Now that I'm thinking, if I remember right, I've heard an interview. I think it was Kenny Omega, not the Bucks. But I think in that he said the Bullet Club is owned 100% by New Japan and they don't get any money off of it. I can't remember for sure, so don't quote me on this, folks. Um, So maybe they get little to no money off the Bullet Club merch. But the Young Bucks merchandise itself um, just flies. And I, I would hope they get a portion of, of the Bullet Club merch, but you just never know. I don't know how that works. And that's even a whole different country, so you even get into more legalities there. That's even harder to talk about than WWE, because I don't know any of that stuff. Oh, hey, did we talk enough about them? We got anything more to say on this? No, I, I just think it's, it's kind of ridiculous, and it is. I guess it's amusing. I don't know. I, I don't understand how WWE can do this. They they take things from pop culture all the time and spin it into their own show. And so it's like, they're paying homage, man. That's what they're doing. And they're doing it in an outlandish way, but they're still paying homage. Yeah. I know a lot of the older guys talk about how they're ruining pro wrestling and, and all of this, but I, I don't see that at all. Because pro wrestling is supposed to be entertainment, and they are pretty much... The most entertaining thing out there. Yeah, and wrestling evolves, and every every generation of any genre is going to dislike the next generation. All the old rock stars can't stand rock music nowadays. Um, right, everybody who can't made, stand rap nowadays. <laughs> yeah, everybody who made uh, horror movies in the, the 60s, 70s, 80s even can't stand horror movies today. I mean, it's just, that's the way it's going to be. You're always going to be, there's always going to be old man yelling at cloud. Always. <laughs> old man yelling at cloud mm. is never going away. To, to the end of time. The last thing on this earth may be an old man yelling at a cloud. It's possible. <laughs> because old man yelling at cloud is not going away. And that's okay. Because it's okay to have different uh, vantage points. And it's okay to have different memories. Right. And it's okay to have different likes and dislikes. 
But um, yeah, you can you you can't deny they're doing a lot for independent wrestling and keeping independent wrestling on the scene. Like you said, they are super entertaining, and I think the biggest thing is the guys behind the Two Sweet, the Turkish Wolf, all of that have all given their blessings on the Bullet Club using it. Uh, Kevin Nash has, Scott Hall has, Hulk Hogan has, X Pac has. Um, Triple H may be the only one I don't know if he has or not. But, I mean, if all of those guys have given their blessings, it, it comes down to WWE being petty. WWE yeah. doesn't need money off of the two sweet hand signal. Pettiness. Pettiness. Petty. So talk- Speaking of petty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Segway in, my brother. Segway in. Oh, man. Man, it's been a few weeks. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Rest in peace. Uh, and now, and now, Tom <laughs> Petty. This one hit me hard. And I think the worst part was is that it didn't happen in the morning. It happened in the evening. And so I go through my whole day thinking it's just a normal fucking day. And then I get home to get slammed by a wall that Tom Petty was in. What, cardiac arrest? And they cut him from life support? Yep. Hey, he's no longer running running down the dream, my friend. He, he, he is the dream. He is the dream. He's not free-falling anymore either. He's, he's not free-falling. Yep. He's no longer the loser. No longer the loser. He's not free falling. He had his last. He had his last dance with Mary Jane. How, how many more <laughs> Tom Petty and Heartbreaker songs? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, hey, right there just tells you how iconic a son of a bitch is. Because you could just just Stop throw him in there. Left Stop right. dragging my heart around. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? There's actually um. I, I don't know if it's still on. Uh, I don't know if it's still on you or not YouTube. I don't know if it's still on Netflix or not. But there is an amazing Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers um, um, biography or, or a documentary. There you go. And I believe it's called Running Running Down a Dream. Yeah, that's what I think yep. it's called. And it's it's awesome. It's long. I believe it's. I think it's well over. It's two just hours. crazy. It's just crazy. But it's an amazing... It bothers me because these deaths get more and more personal every time. Sometimes. Sometimes I don't care, you know, like Jason Aldean fans. But sometimes it's Tom Petty and I do care. I'm going to get so much hate. (laughs) Jason Aldean is going to find us. (laughs) Please send all your hate mail to (laughs) FatMacBSP. At gmail.com. Yep, yep. <laughs> Along with pics of your mom. Isn't that the best fucking uh, be, uh, uh, um, uh, Slim Jim commercial ever? That that Amish one? Have you seen that one? I don't know. The Amish Slim Jim. It's, I... These two guys are broke down on the side of the road. Two teens, you know, two teen boys, whatever. 20-somethings, living the life. They're broke down on the side of the road, and this Amish guy comes up. And he's like, you need a ride. And they're like, yeah. And they get in there, and everybody's eating a beef, uh, uh, Slim Jim beef sticks, because that's what you do, man. You eat beef sticks. That's why we're called beef sticks. And one kid's in the back, and he's like, what's it like living with no electricity? And the Amish guy snaps into it. He whips the horse real quick, and he's like, it's fine. 
I just get pictures of your mom through the mail. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he just keeps going all the cool. <laughs> There's something funny about an Amish dude talking about getting nudies. Uh, that's good. That's that was also uh, kind of kind of makes me think my favorite reference from the season finale of Rick and Morty when he's like, maybe we're robots being controlled by people with headsets while they're fucking your mother. <laughs> right. Which, by the way, I'm terrible at quoting things, so like and, uh, half those words are not verbatim. <laughs> and, uh, um, the the Rick's um. Oh shit! I'm spacing on the damn episode title now. But that's okay. Um, on the episode with Evil Morty, remember Evil Morty, the the Rick was just a robot Rick being controlled by Morty with a headset in his eye patch. <laughs> right. Ah, a little little callback. Maybe maybe that robot Rick fucked the the president's wife, or or the or the security guard's wife, or whoever. <laughs> I guess in you know infinite universes, there's one where he's fucking that guy's wife. No, I did love that. That was that was a pretty funny one. Pretty funny joke. That I do the say there's that, uh, been a lot of hype at the end of the episode, too, where uh, Miss Poopy Butthole is referencing the next season and how they might have a big white Santa Claus beard. And everybody's like, oh, they're going to do a Christmas special. Right. They're going to do a Christmas special. Rick would not do a Christmas special. And you know what? I've heard people say they think the that the, the season's almost done and they're going to come out in December. Yeah, fuck you. That's wishful thinking. December of 2020... <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. You better, you better strap on your belt. We got a good another year before it hits Hulu, and we got another two years to wait after that. Now, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, um, another episode that's that's similar to Rick and Morty, Venture Brothers, which also would go years in between seasons. In fact, I think the next season is coming out this next year, and I believe it's been four years since their last season. So that's a four-year gap. Never been canceled. Just take their time between seasons. Um, they do that often where they'll, they'll have a, a Christmas special, you know, a few, like a couple months after the season ended and they'll give you a, a half hour Christmas special just to tease you. Or they'll do it like, like throw it randomly and it's been a year since you've seen Venture Brothers and they'll just give you a Christmas special to hold you over or something. So there is precedence yeah. for it. I'm not going to say there isn't precedence for it. I don't think it's going to Yeah, and I will say I wasn't very happy when I heard this season was 10 episodes. So if they did sneak another episode in there... It would make me a little bit more satisfied with the season as you know a whole. What? So, I mean, I think they've done solid doing 10 episodes. Every season's been 10 episodes. Um, this one was originally supposed to be 14 episodes long. So that could mean that they have a head start on next season. That could be good. Um, it would make sense why there was no more talk about Evil Morty or uh, Phoenix Person. Because none of those got wrapped up. The one thing there really bugs me, too. Because Harmon was doing an interview... And they were asked, well, where's, where's Eva Morty? And he said something about just wait till the season finale. And nothing happened there. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's, there's, they got four episodes in the can already. So maybe next season will be 14 or maybe it'll be 12 or maybe it'll be 10, but we'll get it sooner. I'm, I, I feel the same way again about Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers was long in between and short seasons. But you know what? If you give me every episode as a good to great episode... Fucking take two years and 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 only have ten episodes. It's better to have a complete solid show than to rush it and give us crap. Yeah, I I mean I'm a glutton. I'd prefer you give me 
awesome episodes every single fucking week till the end of time. But I'm realistic also. Right. And, you know, there's other shows. I'm kind of glad I don't got to stress them about watching more than now that Gotham's back on. You know, there's, there's I, other things to I watch. Catched, I haven't caught the second episode yet. I still got to get on that. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm excited to come home tomorrow and watch the third episode. Same with South Park. I haven't watched the second, second episode of South Park yet either. Third will be on uh, today, You haven't? Oh, my God. Yes. No, that's the holiday um, one with no, this the Native is the American, fourth. right? This is the fourth. Yes, yes. Because you said you were going to watch it. Or you told me to tell you how it was so you'd watch it. I was going to tell you you're you either going to love it a lot so or you're going to fucking hate it. <laughs> I'll probably you love should it watch it. Because I, I it, can give as much It's pretty shit close to your heart. That I'm more than willing to take shit. You know, make fun of natives. I'm one of the few people that say, do it, make fun of us. Why not? Because I want everybody to make fun of everybody. That's the only way it was a dumb episode. in this world. Was it really? It was a dumb episode, but it made me giggle. It was good. Okay. It was dumb, so, but it was good. It was We're better not... than the season premiere of The Simpsons. Did you watch that shit? That, that was awful. That was awful. They're... That's in my top ten worst Simpsons episodes Season ever. one, or episode oh one premiere, gosh. and it's a fucking throwback to the past. What was it, Game of Thrones ripoff or some even, shit? I think so. I don't watch Game <laughs> of Thrones. But it wasn't even that good or funny. And maybe, no, no. maybe if we were Game of Thrones fans, maybe it would be better. And to be fair... People who watch Game of Thrones outnumber people who don't watch it, so I guess we're the minority in this case. Right. <laughs> but I didn't like it. My I watched it with my son. Phantom didn't care for it. I mean, there were some parts that made you laugh. I mean, it's a Simpsons episode. Yeah. The intro, I thought, was extremely well done. Um, I thought that's just what it was going to be, was a Game of Thrones intro. And then it goes. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And then it got like five minutes in. I was right away at the beginning. I'm like, look at this. They're copping the fuck out. And Kirsten's like, well, maybe it's just the intro. You know how Simpsons does the intros excessively different from the whole rest of the episode. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Six minutes later, I'm like, oh no. Yeah, once she bought the fire amulet, I was sold. I was like, I think it just clicked to me. Like the whole time, I still thought it was an intro. And then I was like, wait a second. I think it's been 10 minutes. This is not the right. intro. I decided it was like, because, yeah, they do. They have some really long intros sometimes. The time where the um, when the couch runs away is a long one. The Rick and Morty intro is a long intro. You know, you could think yeah. that that was going to be a whole episode, you know, and then it ends. No. But um, I've, 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 I, have, I have tasked myself with keeping us on time, and we are going down these paths that are good and fun. But let's get back into some more of our news because we're we're getting down here, and we've only touched the okay. first topic of news. <laughs> so good at this um, shit, man. We're we're good as at has, it. has been discussed in uh, the Facebook or the, not the Facebook, the YouTube live chat. Um, after announcing that they were resurrecting Starcade, or at least the name, not really the fucking pay per view, but the name, it's going to be a a house right. show that may or may not be recorded and. Whatever. WWE now is also bringing back War Games, um, which was which was a big event that would happen every fall brawl. And it was kind of the main event. And it was uh, there was two rings with two cages around it, <clears throat> but open. You, they were connected. It was around the outside, but connected so you could go from ring to ring. And you'd have teams. You'd have three teams come in there. Um, it basically was made for the horsemen. It was made for the horsemen. The horsemen would come in. Uh, it starts with two people, 
and then uh, one from one team would come in, and one from the other team, and one from the other, and one from the other team, and um, and the heels had the best luck ever because they every time they won the coin flip for them to have the first person coming in. So when their person comes in, it's a two on one battle against the face. Some amazing, amazing, amazing war games matches. Some not so good. Some were not so good. The one with the fake sting was meh. But some great matches, some some awesome bloody wars have taken place in war games. Mm-hmm. It's one of the gimmicks that everybody has told WWE they need to bring back. I, I'm a little more optimistic about this one over the the Starcade. Um, yeah, it's going to be NXT For one, Takeover. It's an actual like event. Yeah, yeah, it's NXT Takeover War Games. So that is the focus of this NXT Takeover that's coming to Houston. Um, that's during Survivor Series weekend, I believe. Um. So WWE released a statement. Let me read that. It'll have all the information. Uh, NXT TakeOver War Games, coming to Houston. The next edition of NXT's acclaimed series of WWE Network special events, TakeOver War Games, emanates from the Toyota Center in Houston on Saturday, November 18th, on the eve of the 30th annual Survivor Series. Oh, it's the 30th. Uh, WWE COO Triple H made the announcement on Twitter. He said, for the first time in nearly 20 years, NXT TakeOver War Games, November 18th, only on the WWE Network or any other streaming site that you can find. Um, the, War Games <laughs> name was, the, the, the War Games name was made famous in sports entertainment as one of the premier match types in the NWA and later WCW. It was nicknamed The Match Beyond. War Games was a battle between teams that fought in two rings enclosed by a giant steel cage. The first War Games was held during the NWA's 1987 Great American Bash Tour. This match, this War Games match, is going to be Sanity, which is Alexander Wolfe, Eric Young, and Killian Dane, versus The Undisputed Era, which is Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly, versus The Authors of Pain, Akam and Rezar teaming with Roderick Strong. So when I see that lineup, the the fanboy in me, I'm salivating, not only because I think this is going to be a great match, but Pasty, I think this is where Roderick joins the Undisputed Era. Do you think so? I read read spoilers on the internet, and this was hours before Triple H posted anything about this, and that was that Roderick potentially... Comes down like he's going to join them and then attacks them and joins the Authors of Pain. But now WWE has announced the actual lineup, so it could be up in the air. But I know the only reason Triple H revealed this on Twitter is because it leaked really hard, like <laughs> six hours prior to that. Like, I was seeing it everywhere. See, I didn't I didn't catch anything until I seen this, so that... <laughs> but I, I don't... Well, I, I sent you the link. I know, and I, I sent seen you the it, link to the I, spoiler I, article. I seen it today when I was getting stuff ready for beef sticks. I'm horrible at checking my messages. <laughs> I'm horrible at checking my messages. I'm awful. I just they're they're out of sight, out of mind. I don't think about it. I I honestly don't don't use my phone a whole lot throughout the day. I'm I'm still one of those right. people. I should. I gotta say I kudos to WWE for doing this in NXT first, because yeah. if it if it was brought to the main roster, it would probably be shit. Plus, Just I, think, I think it's safe for WWE because then if it doesn't go over well, it's just an NXT. I mean, to them, it's just right. an NXT TakeOver. It's not a big pay-per-view. Me, I think NXT TakeOvers are bigger than the WWE main pay-per-views. 
But I, I do think I do think that, that WWE after this it'll be less than a year before they're using it on the main show. And I could see it if you got um the best tag teams from Raw and SmackDown together to do it. That'd be great. Yeah, if you could do uh, um you know like like Aaron Stoneberg said on here, NXT will do War Games proud. I don't think the main roster oh, yeah. could do as much. Um, I I agree with that. I I truly agree with that. But uh, like you said, if you could get like the Shield reunion, if you could get like the Broken Hardys in there, if you could get uh, New Day Usos, I mean, it's possible. If they if they dedicated to actually doing it justice, but uh, Vince is so fucking petty. I honestly think he doesn't want those things to succeed. Um, I listened to, to Bruce Pritchard's podcast, Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Recommend it. Great, great podcast. And uh, so many times he, he'll, Conrad calls him out on his bullshit all the time. But a lot of times he's just like, do you think we'd really just invest that time and money just to make somebody look like a fool? And every time I'm sitting here like, yeah, I, I honestly believe Vince does that. I do. I do. I don't know Vince as well as Bruce Pritchard knows him, so I could be wrong. But I personally do think Vince is that petty that he will spend time and money just to make something fail, just to prove he's right. I feel that. Yeah. But um, that being said, I am excited for it. I'm excited to find out they, they got the new uh, NXT. It's war games. Um, this could possibly... I would hope they make this an annual thing uh, at least at least two years before bringing it up to the main roster. You know, wait until next Survivor Series yeah. and do, do it again. And it fits with the Survivor Series um, theme. You know what I mean? You got the teams battling against each other and, and the elimination. I mean, it's not elimination, but... Um, you know, it, it, it fits the theme. Teams versus teams. Multiple teams yeah. come in. One team leaves. You know, they're doing it during the fall, so that's paying homage to, to it being at the fall brawl. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing the Undisputed Era and what they're going to do in there. And I'm looking forward to see yeah. the Authors of Pain just fucking... Just, just write some pain on these sons of bitches. Uh, Sanity still hasn't oh, won me be, over. Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. Sanity still hasn't won me over. Um, but they, they're, I like they're a good third team to have in there. Sure, sure. Why not? Yeah, um, I don't like go for Dane, but I like Young. See, I like Ey. I've always liked Ey, but Ey to me, and he can prove me wrong, but I think he's just always gonna be a solid mid card guy. I don't ever see him as being the guy anywhere. Um, right. I was I was happy when he won the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, but I just um, the way they did it didn't make sense. The way he lost it was lackluster. Um, it was basically just th- them giving us a giving TNA a Daniel Bryan, um, so it was kind of that cheapened it also. And he, you know, in my opinion, he didn't deserve it. He'd been there for years. He was a day one guy. He um, he deserved uh, good. He deserved good storylines. He deserved good matches. He deserved uh, mid mid card title run and tag team title runs. But he's not the guy to me. He's just not. Not to me. But no. he can prove me wrong. No. He can prove me wrong. I, I hope. I hope he proves me wrong. 
Honestly, I feel like he's probably too old to get a strong run at one of the, one of the main titles. But he's there if if he's there to elevate people and doing it. I mean, he he's good at that. You know, I might sound he's good like, at what he does. He, he is. He is good at elevating folks. Um. Well, I would uh, like to no. see a tag team between him and Chris let's, Jericho when it comes to the main roster. Let's say this. Um. I don't. Did you watch NXT this week, Loke? No, I Last wanted to. I just didn't get around weeks, to it. One of these weeks, I watched. Anyways, the one that had Adam Cole's debut match was against Eric Young. Um, one of the worst Adam Cole matches I ever seen. I think Eric Young held him down, and and some of that has to be given to uh, Cole also. Cole should have been able to pick things up better than he did. So I'm gonna throw a little shade his way. But if I if I don't know Adam Cole, and this is my first match I seen him in, I'm gonna sit here like, what the fuck is the hype? What's the hype? This isn't this isn't Shinsuke coming in with Sami Zayn. This was not that. Uh, it should have been. It wasn't. So I'll even say that. I, I I think Eric Young didn't do his job there. That being said, I'll be happy if Eric Young stays in NXT. Does he have to? Does he have to graduate to the main roster, or can he be a veteran down in NXT and just help uh, other guys evolve? You know, the way he plays his character, the way he acts and carries himself, I could see him to stay on NXT. I could definitely see that. I think I'd be all right with that. And then I wouldn't even mind him getting a run with the NXT title if he is a transition champion, if maybe they promoted most of their great guys and and there's not a lot down there to work with. Um, I could see it then. But not a universal or a world. Um, You know who is the guy? AJ Styles is the guy. Um, So that may bother some folks because AJ Styles has not been on TV lately. Dave Meltzer has... I I actually heard that he retired to... (laughs) To Global Force Impact Wrestling. (laughs) Dayton, wow! (laughs) Dayton, wow! (laughs) Um... So apparently, um, a little bit of this has to do with making the U.S. title seem more prestigious, kind of like they're doing with the Universal title with Brock Lesnar. Um, I personally am okay with that. We got the the world champion is on every show. He's doing his thing, and we have talked. Uh, I don't remember if it was live on the show or just us talking, Pasty, but I think we both feel right now the U.S. title is is the most prestigious and main title on SmackDown right now. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I don't 100%. think it's a world title. So, I'm okay with that. But that seems to be just a small part of it. It seems like the main reason is to elevate 205 Live. I guess that makes sense. Well, and here's why, and here's why. I don't want people to be worried. Don't fret, okay? AJ is not being sent to 205 Live like so much Enzo and Kalisto. No, no, no. <laughs> AJ has actually been working the dark matches after SmackDown and before 205 Live to keep fans in the arena, to keep them in the seats, to keep them there so that there's more people in attendance for 205 Live. It appears he's also apparently working all the house shows as well, so he's 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 not going to get rusty. He's, he's putting his work in. But to put this in perspective, in the last two months, Styles has been on TV only three times. And his last TV match was actually September 12th. So that's uh, that's been quite a while, almost a month, month now. That was the Vegas show, if you remember. Um, I, believe he, uh, I believe he beat Ty Dillinger in that match. 
if I'm remembering correctly. Um, now, in comparison, from the 1st of July to the 1st of August, that only being one month, AJ wrestled six matches on TV. Now, this despite there only being five episodes of SmackDown in that time frame. <laughs> so, um, so he's definitely, they've knocked him down a lot. But they, they seem to be investing in 205 Live. We talked about this. We actually spent a lot of time talking about this last week. Um, if you either do something or you don't, you shit or get off the pot. So, yeah, they're trying to do things yeah. to invest in 205 Live. I can't knock them for that. They're trying to shit. They've taken their lexus. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's cool. The, the problem is, at least the problem I see is, is I you know, what's... What's stopping them from leaving as soon as AJ leaves and they fucking change the ropes, you know? I mean, it keeps them, it keeps them excited after the end of SmackDown. Because a lot of people, don't get me wrong, a lot of people leave before um, before the end of SmackDown. Before it's even right. over. Let alone before the dark match. It just happens. People want to get home. People have been there for a while. There was a dark match at the beginning. They got there early, you know, to get a good seat. The kid's getting whiny. They fucking drank too much. They got to work in the morning. I mean, people people leave early. It happens. It happens at concerts. It happens at wrestling events, sporting events. So it is good to get them to stay that much longer. And maybe they'll say, well, you know what? I might as well just hang around and see what the fuck Enzo and Kalisto are up to. Um... Yeah, I was not excited to see that Kalisto was added. I mean, we just brought it up last week, even. I, I am excited for it. The fact that it. Kalisto hadn't debuted over Because, there. yeah, that was my whole point. That's where Kalisto belongs. He can definitely, he's a spark of excitement. Um, You know, I don't expect him to win the title from Enzo right off the bat, but that's that's definitely okay. Kalisto's a good underdog. Right. And he's the only person who challenge Enzo for his title. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm wondering, they, I don't think they've said that yet. I don't watch 205 Live, but that was kind of my wondering. Like, since everybody beat him up and he had that no contact clause, can nobody <laughs> challenge him except Kalisto now? And then I was like, oh, wait, Kalisto attacked him. He should have still had that clause, right? So that would make it null, null and void also. It wasn't just a one-day clause, right? No, 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 because on SmackDown, Kurt Angle came out and said, if any of these people touch you, they will be fired. Except for this man, the newest addition to 205 Live. So he's exempt from the clause because he's a new addition. I didn't pay attention to Kurt. Sorry, Kurt. So you can go with that. That that works for a storyline. At least they're giving them a storyline. At least they're giving them a reason why the new guy gets a title shot right away. They don't do that with anybody else. It's usually just, hey, you're back. You get a title shot. Right. Happened with John Cena. He came back. Title shot. Go ahead. Happened with Charlotte. She came back. Title shot. You know, and, and I, we got to get we got to get through this news. And I get that. I'm gonna poke something in here right now that I never get to bring up. That I'm gonna bring up real quickly and then leave it on the table. Everybody's bitching because nobody uh, has gotten their their rematch for the universal title. Uh, um, Finn Balor hasn't gotten his rematch. Um, who won it from Finn Balor? Um, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens won it next. He hasn't gotten yeah. his rematch. And then, um, who won it from Owens? Was it Brock Lesnar? No. Uh, Goldberg. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think Lesnar won it, and then Goldberg won it from him, and then Go- then Lesnar won it back or something. Or maybe Goldberg won it from 
Kevin Owens. Goldberg won it for Kevin Owens, and then yeah. Ke- uh, Brock Lesnar won it's it for Goldberg. Goldberg never got his rematch. So everybody's like, how come nobody's ever got a rematch? <laughs> I think, where does it say that the, the Universal title is a brand new title? Where in the rule books right. does it say that anybody gets a rematch? I have, <laughs> for years, since I was a youngin watching the, 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 the Monday Night Wars, um, I was against automatic rematch clauses because I think it's stupid. You're literally giving somebody a world title match for losing a match. I think that's stupid. Right. I think once you lost it, you go to the back of the yeah, line. you got to go back, yep. And you work your way up. Now, that also brings in the chance of having somebody like a Brock Lesnar or a good heel um, that maybe they get a signed contract in, in that match saying, if I lose, I get a rematch clause. But it's rare. And it rarely yeah. happens. It's few and far between. It's always a heel that does that. It used to that. be like that. I swear to God. I don't think it did. At least not in WWE. But um, so that's well, my back thoughts. in the old WWF games on the PS2. <laughs> so that's my you lost. Thoughts. You had to climb the rankings again. I, you should. So that, that's just my two cents. Nobody says that there is a rematch clause in the Universal Title, and I don't want there to be one. So let's move on. Uh, we got a lot going on. Oh shit, man. So, um, we talked about this a lot in the summer, and then it sounded like WWE had canceled it. Well, now it looks like that WWE is getting things set up again for their expansion into India. A round of live shows in India are going to be taking place in early December. Triple H was even, re- was even recently at India. In India? At India? Around India? He wasn't at Puerto Under Rico. India. He wasn't at Puerto Rico. He wasn't in Vegas. He tweeted pics from his recent trip to set things up. That was up, almost so. our show title. That was almost the show title. It was, too. That's, that hey, was. we weren't in Vegas. Um, <laughs> now, apparently, these are going to be raw brand shows, but it sounds like it'll feature Jinder Mahal in the main events of all those shows, which which makes sense to me. You should. If you're going to India, you should have Jinder Mahal in the main events. I would expect Even to see... Even though he's not from India. I would expect to see slow-mo Kali there as well. You know what I mean? I, I just, I, I think right. you would. Now, this leaves a lot of room for one to believe that Ginger will not be losing his title at this Sunday's pay-per-view. Now, also along with this story, Cage Side Seats has reported a rumor that Ginger will be involved in a five-on-five Survivor Series match so that he would not have the title on the line, and that would also extend his reign into the new year. Um, the other rumors floating around is that Cena would then be the one taking the title off him at the Royal Rumble. I've been saying I've seen Cena taking the title off him for the longest time, but it never came to that. So I kept, you know, thinking maybe somebody else will. <sighs> this this worries me. This worries me. Ginger's just getting worse and worse. Um, the whole Shinsuke stuff is just not working for Ginger. It's it's just not. Pasty, you got a take on this? Yeah. Um, I don't see Jinder losing the title anytime soon. Uh, he's already you know on his way to breaking CM Punk. They're gonna do it. WWE is pushing all their all their record breakers right now because they're idiots. Why have a little weakling as your record holder when you can have a big, strong, muscular man? <laughs> that was a horrible Arnold impersonation, but... <laughs> it's pretty terrible. It, <laughs> I it almost sound like gender. You up. 
That was Ginger Talk. I was doing Ginger. He was he was promoting himself. There you go. By God, why should we have this small little CM guy when we can have a big brown champion? How's that? How's my Vince McMahon? That was pretty good. All right. Vince likes big, dark men. <laughs> he likes with uh, bold, yeah, glorious veins. He likes his chocolate titties too. Uh, oh chocolate yeah, chocolate titties. <laughs> All right, moving along. During a recent Q and A session in Paris, we oui, we. Oui. WWE Hall of Famer Lita revealed some interesting backstage details about some possible plans for the women's division, saying, and I quote, there's been talks of tag titles for the women's division, and I think I love that. They first introduced the Money in the Bank briefcase. That's been a long time coming and adds an element of surprise within the title picture. Yes. We've bounced this idea around from time to time. I, I like the idea of it. I just don't know if each show has enough women to have a, a, a tag and a... I think they do. They got enough women to have a tag and a world. Yeah. As I say you introduce a tag or a secondary, not both. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I mean, if this happens, that's pretty cool. It's good for the women's division. Um, it'll make those, those tag team <laughs> matches and five on five matches make a little bit more sense. Yeah, but is it and just going to be another, another cop out? They just, they give people. I think it is. It feels like a cop out. It's, it's me, a good way to impression. Not, not give, uh, not give a storyline to somebody. It's like, well, let's just have them chase the tag titles. We'll put these two girls together right. and they can chase the tag titles. We don't need to come up with a story for them. I worry about that, but um, yeah, they des- they deserve their own tag titles. Why not? Why not? And yeah, ex- especially right now, like tag team divisions hotter than it's been in the past decade. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In general, so so yeah, get division. some more tag teams going on, especially yeah, like uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. The bar, like to me, they're the top right now, which is insane. I never thought I'd say that. Right. But they're the top. And I'm really excited to see them teaming with the Miz. The Thwith Cyborg. I want that shirt so bad. Thwith Cyborg. Go to WWEshop.com and pick up your Thwith Cyborg shirt today. Here you go, WWE. Better if WWE saw my post and put two Thwith on the back of it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) They're in the middle of a legal battle. They can't be playing around um, hey man, I'm gonna knock this out in a minute and we're gonna be on track. Yes, Shayna, Shayna Baszler is now officially signed to WWE. Took a lot longer than I expected. A lot longer. I, I thought she would have been signed before the end of the May Young Classic, but she wasn't. So with that, <clears throat> and the fact that Jessamine Duke has been training with Natalia Neidhart, and Natty's actually been posting pics of their training on her official WWE Twitter account. Um, you add that all to the fact that Trips and Steffi are still in talks with Ronda Rousey, and it looks like the cards are falling in place for that Horsewoman match sometime in the near future, possibly WrestleMania. All they need to get is that fourth woman who I don't remember her name because nobody remembers her name. <clears throat> right. She's the Ole Anderson of their of their group. <laughs> She's the Ole Anderson. Um, I mean, this, this could be very good. Even if it's just for a one-off thing. Uh, now, now, I don't want it to be a one-off thing. Shayna's signed, so obviously she's not a one-off. Um, 
if Jessamine is training with Natty, um, who better to train with? I mean, she she was right. trained uh, by Stu Hart herself, also, and and with Brett and her father and uncles and everything. Awesome. So she has uh, potential. Ronda Rousey is is very um, charismatic, so she'll do great. I'd be okay with them signing all four of them or just those three, and uh, they don't have to stay a group. I mean, they wouldn't stay a group, obviously. If they're in the WWE, they're going to split up in time. New horse yeah. women, yay or nay? Yay or nay? Um, do it. Do it. Do it. We've been waiting for it. Let it happen. You know, as long as it winds up with Ronda Rousey in WWE, good with it. Ronda Rousey versus Stephanie McMahon. That's what we're going to get. Um, there you go. Hey, fucking dude, we're on schedule. We're on schedule. Don't tell sort anyone, of. but we're on schedule. We're sort oh, of one, on schedule. One minute over. One minute over is not bad. Uh, you want to you wanna bring in Jerry, or should I bring in Jerry? Yes, folks, it's the time you all been waiting for. Beef Sticks, Jerry of the Week. Tell them about it, Fat Mac. So this week's Jerry is Gold Dust. You might be saying Fat oh, Mac. Gold yes. Dust is a veteran. He's been there for years. He puts people over. He stands up to the regime. He, why? Why would Gold Dust ever be a Jerry? And I would agree with you most times. But most times. Recently, in fact, a week ago, uh, we're, we're late on this, but only by a day or only by seven days. Uh, Goldust responded to some fans who themselves were responding to a tweet from the official WWE Twitter account. The fans were voicing their opinion on how Bray Wyatt has been booked. Um, Goldie then unprovoked tweeted to the fan, These kids are our future. Quit your bitching, suck it up, and try and enjoy our product. Okay, I I think that's pretty shallow. Uh, Actually, that is pretty shallow. We've we've seen similar tweets from other people, um, but it, yeah, that's pretty shallow. And and that alone wouldn't have got him the Jerry of the week because we see this all the time. But the fan then responded. He said, "I know, but I'd still like to see Bray win more." And then he had a smiley face. Wow, I mean that's offensive as all fuck. I mean that's basically just calling Gold Dust a little titty flopping bitch. You know what could be more dis- disrespectful than him saying, right. "I know." But I'd still like to see Bray win more. So Goldust, apparently fucking red mad as hell, decided it was a good idea to write, Well, you're not the boss. I suggest you watch the product and get behind whatever we put out. Stop your insanity over wins and losses. (laughs) Holy fuck, Goldust, settle the fuck down. Right. Holy shit. Get behind whatever we put out? Shit. No, we we as fans have a right to be disappointed. Right, we're a publicly traded company. The public has rights to to say what we like and what we don't like about your product. And on social media is where you're supposed to voice it. And I, from from what I've read, from what I've researched and looked about all these tweets, there is nothing horribly disrespectful that this fan said to Goldust. I, I don't see where he just got so mad. Now, someone must have told Goldust that it wasn't a great thing to post. So he deleted it and replaced it with, try and enjoy the product we put on for you. That's all I'm saying. It's a TV show. You're not always going to get what you want. Holy shit. If he'd have put that out, I'd have been like, all right, yeah, he's got a point. 
There you go. You know, if, right. put, if they're putting it out there and we're watching it, we should at least, you know, we, sh- we should just try enjoy it a little bit, you know, or, or, or I'm sure old Goldie's going through his own shit, though, with the Starcade and everything going on, and Cody's probably bitching at him. And, yeah, Cody lost you know. his name. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yes, and we all, I mean, we all say shit. You know, I, I was just bad-mouthing the, the 58 that died in Vegas. So, I mean, we all have our moments. But it was just... I don't know. Jerry, that, that was Jerry, I think. That was very Jerry of him to just... The biggest thing that bothers me is just get behind whatever we put out. No, that's right. the problem with... Fuck it, yourself. That's the problem with it being a fucking monopoly right now, is that, mm-hmm. you know, even though, especially the wrestlers, like Bray Wyatt, if this was 97, Bray Wyatt would say, hey, you know what? I'm fucking going to WCW. Those motherfuckers ain't going to do anything better with me, but they'll pay me more. Or something, you know what I mean? He'd have that. He'd right. have that to hold over Vince's head, and say, you know what? I might do that. Now, um, some wrestlers have proven that it's still an option. His brother is the best. Uh, is the best example. Cody Rhodes left on his own terms and is doing very well. Um, he's got the nicest suit in the Bull Club. He does. He very much does. Um, you know, James Storm was in there and then left for a little bit. Um, 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 Bobby Lashley is a good example of somebody who left and is making a great living for himself. So there are the people, um, the Dudley boys, they've left and did a great living for themselves. Gail Kim left and has done a great living for herself. So it's, it's possible. Daniel Bryan will. He will. He, he will. (laughs) He definitely will. Um, so we know we know that Sammy Callahan, Sammy Callahan is doing good. Um, Low key is doing great. So there are people that have proven that, but not CM Punk. CM Punk's trying. God bless him. Yeah, I don't know. That's Jerry of the week. Also, and and I just remembered here. I don't even have it written down, but I do have a Rick of the week, and it's also a tweet. So um. The, the Rick, it comes after the Corey Graves tweet. So Corey Graves uh, put a tweet up there saying, my son, my son just, uh, what do he say? My son just hit, hit a, anyway, the son's at baseball. He said, my son just got to first base and he started doing the Enzo dance. Have I failed as a father? <laughs> and Enzo responded and said, you haven't failed as a father. You failed as a wrestler. That's why they put you in a suit and set your ass behind a desk. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's cold. <laughs> so that's the Rick of the Week is Enzo Amore for, for putting Corey Graves in his place. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, no, Enzo's, Enzo, I feel like he's finally starting to come into himself. You know, as, as a heel mouth runner, I think it's going to be really good for him in 205 Live. They have him doing the best thing they can have him do. He's talking and he's not wrestling. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, you know, and he's ended both episodes of Monday Night Raw now, two weeks in a row. Yeah. He's been, he's been the quote unquote main event. Now, I didn't come up with this on my, on my own, but people have pointed out to me the second hour of the show is when they're putting on their main event match and they're kind of just, you know, I mean, you got to give it to Enzo and, and 205 Live for being in that final hour, in that final spot. That is a big deal. But it almost looks like now that uh, football season started, 
They're putting their main event in the uh, about the halftime spot where rest or where football's in halftime to catch people clicking over from halftime and get them invested in that main event match, and hopefully they keep watching. Uh, but they're not putting their main event in the final third hour that has been getting lower and lower ratings long before football was around, but especially with football season, um, that's digging into their ratings. So that's strategic of WWE. I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, not only is it strategic to try to get more eyes on, on your big product, you want the mo- the time that most eyes are looking at you, you want to put out the biggest and most flashy thing. Put your main event in that second hour, right. and this is giving you a chance to kind of elevate some other people by giving them that last segment. But you're you're not you're not risking losing those viewers. Not a bad idea. I yeah. give WWE a thumbs up for this one. Yeah, it's definitely a good idea, and, and I think even after football season, they should probably continue to do things like this for the people who do flip through. Because if you always show your your best stuff at the end, I mean that screws the rest of the show. And it's kind of nice to. It feels easier to watch with a with a slightly different format. Makes it a little easier. It's not so mundane. It is, but it's not so. Yeah, I do have one gripe, and that was when I messaged you earlier this week, and I said, "Are we watching Raw and SmackDown?" You said you're watching both, but I should definitely at least watch SmackDown. And I watched SmackDown, and there was nothing to watch at the end. I, you know what? I didn't mind SmackDown. I've, I've seen a lot of people dislike SmackDown. Let me, uh, we got, we got a few minutes to spare because we're actually ahead of schedule. Let me see. It was, it was all talking. SmackDown. Um, because I, I, I kind of enjoyed it. I can't say I remember everything now, but. The thing like, uh, the, the ending with Ben Owens and Shane McMahon, <laughs> the whole time Shane's walking out and, and Kevin Owens is beating his ass up by the merch table and stuff. I'm like, and how bad would it would it be to be the guy who is next in line for merch? <laughs> and security comes through and like everybody's got to move back, move well, back. Let's be honest: <laughs> if you're going to buy merch during the fucking main event, <laughs> you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Um, I actually really, really enjoyed that segment, and we haven't got to see many brawls into the back of an arena for a long time. Yeah, uh, a couple things that bothered me with that. I mean, obviously. They were they they had to be in a certain spot, but that's I mean you don't want to wreck stuff and have to pay for other people's stuff, so they did it right at their merchandise stand. Um, he did a really I I don't think that Shane McMahon sandbagged him on purpose, but that was a really awful power bomb, and I thought I thought yes. Shane might break his neck with that. Um, I think it's it's only due to Owens being such a uh, such a veteran and just having such great instincts that he was able to to make that power bomb work. But that was a really sloppy, ugly powerbomb onto the merch table. And it, and it emphasized it when they went back to the ring and then they showed a replay of what just happened because, you know, it, it only happened three minutes ago. You might have forgot. I hate it when they do that. I can't stand it when they do that. But they showed the replay. They showed him throw him into the fucking pretzel machine. And they showed him throw him into a bunch of empty boxes, and then they cut back to the ring. They did not show the power bomb through the table. So that that's me saying, yeah, the people in the back are saying, don't show that again. It was ugly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did like that. I liked uh, Shane, you know, still fighting through and being the the dumb Shane. He was being the the conquering hero. I liked that Kevin Owens was the one just fucking 
plowing them down and being vicious with them. I loved yeah. the broad that just started fucking twerking on Shane. That was fucking, that was, that might've been the moment of the fucking night. Did you catch that? Oh my God. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then did you hear the, the person in the crowd scream at Kevin Owens? Go back to Canada. I didn't hear that. <laughs> I caught the gal that ran into the stairs and just started twerking her ass off on Shane. <laughs> I was like, well, she got her fucking three seconds of fame. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, no, I loved, I loved when the when the person in the crowd yelled that because oh my god, it makes me so happy because I love Kevin Owens. He's a heel, and I know I shouldn't, but I do, yep. and it makes me happy that he's as good good enough of a heel that he gets some fans to actually hate you, him. You know, you can That's you amazing. can like a heel in the right way. Um, they they say you know Roman Reigns is a heel because people boo him. That's not why people are booing him. And he is getting better, and I think a lot of people boo him now just because it's the Cena effect. But there, you can you can like a heel, and they can still be a good heel as long as you despise their tactics, you know? You can love watching what they do. You can love seeing Like, I, I enjoy watching th- this right here. I enjoyed watching him do that. But the whole time I'm sitting there like, yeah, he's just a, he's just a jerk. Here he is just screwing with Shane, and he... You know, he's just, twice he could have left and he came back to do it just like a despicable, vile person would. Right. I love that dead stare he gets to in the middle of it all. Yeah. That's like where he almost realizes what he did and feels bad, but it it just, he he shut down. And it fucking, that's going to make him the best deal of all time. So I'm just going to run down SmackDown super quick because we don't got a ton of time here. So they had more Jinder Mahal, Shinsuke stuff, which is just going horrible. I didn't care for that at all. Don't like it. I, I, I'm not getting anything out of it. Um, they had the tag match, Natalia and uh, Carmella versus Charlotte and Becky. I thought it was an okay match. Bobby Roode and, uh, and Maria Kanellis' husband had a match, which was, which was a squash match. Um, I didn't enjoy it, but they're really getting Bobby Roode over. I don't know what they're doing with Maria and Maria's husband. I um, I'm, I haven't been the biggest Michael Bennett fan, but I thought they'd do more with him than this, especially bringing him straight to the main roster. But that's what it was. I thought that the um, Uso New Day skit was great, where the Usos came down and read their rights, and then, uh, and then the New Day came down and read them their lefts. Um, <laughs> that actually really got me into their, their, their match coming up. Which is what it should have done. Which is which is what yeah. Mahal and Shinsuke is not doing. Everything they've done right. has not got me excited for their match. Um, yeah. The Bobby Roode thing too. They had Dolph Ziggler talking to him or whatever, and and I'm I, I can't say I'm excited for the Bobby Roode match either. But they literally just announced it what last week. Um, yeah. So they've been doing the Dolph Ziggler stuff for weeks and weeks and weeks, but they haven't built up the Bobby Roode. So it's going to be a great match. Those two can work. So it's going to be a great match. Uh, Storyline, I'm not interested. But the Uso New Day thing, that got me into it. Um, Ty Dillinger beating Baron Corbin with a quick roll-up surprised me. I'm glad he did, but I thought Baron was going to win it. Um, Just one more notch in the Baron fucking coffin. Right. Um, I don't know, though. I I still think it's a heel's job to lose. Sometimes. I mean, yeah, they're new guys and they need to fire, but he'll have his day. Um, I didn't like on either Raw or SmackDown the fucking uh, Mrs. Warrior 
giving out the fucking breast cancer fucking um, <laughs> titles. Right. I'll piss a lot of Three other people titles. off here now too, but they're just they're they're, they're totally raping uh, the Warriors' image for any and fucking everything they can. Ultimate Warrior breast cancer. Fucking what? Right. Fucking what? <laughs> what does that have to do with the Ultimate Warrior? Yeah, Dana Warrior doesn't have breast cancer. It isn't a survivor. <laughs> it's like, it has nothing. And then they're just shaking the fucking ropes, and I'm just like, get the fuck She did survive here. her husband. That's that's a fucking task. <laughs> I mean, hey, she deserves a belt for that. She deserves a belt. Um, at least this time, I remember when they did it. I think last year was the first time they did the, the giving away the belts. And last year when they did it, she pulled it, and all the belts went flying with when she was revealing yeah. them. So they must have practiced or did something better for revealing the belts, because that didn't happen this time. Hey, um, and the women this time knew how to hold the belts, too. Right? Last year was kind of rough. You know that, yeah, this you year... know this year, they, they, had a, they had a few trial runs before it, right? <laughs> um, we had the That's Randy probably Orton. not even the original three women they were going to use. Right? <laughs> probably wasn't these are actors that they brought in right. i would not put that past wwe i would not honestly i wouldn't um we no. had randy orton uh taking on aiden no cash in on any anything um I, I didn't care for that too much but i i don't get what the what, what's the aiden english rusev fucking connection uh i didn't watch last week um uh, and all of a sudden now aiden english and rusev are fucking uh a team and best friends what the fuck is up with that I don't know. It's something they're trying, and it's not going to go well. You know what the problem is? They they fucking put the title on the wrong foreign heel. Rusev would be right. Owning Rusev this should have run it. right now. I was going to say that earlier in the episode. Rusev should have it. Um. Yeah, and then we had the Kevin Owens thing. So I thought that was a pretty solid um thing. I didn't like the gender. I liked the the female tag. Didn't like Bobby Roode. It Rude. was an awful lot of talking. It was, but it's but a go-home show. Pay-per-view. Right. Yeah. They at least at least two of the matches they got me hyped for. They got me hyped for they got me hyped for the two uh, Hell in a Cell matches. And I mean that's basically what's selling this pay per view anyways is those two matches. Nobody's buying the pay per view to see Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. It'll be good, but nobody's buying it for that. Nobody's right. buying it to see fucking uh, the hype bros take on Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. So I am. I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I've, I've seen nothing but mostly negative things about it. So, um, so I respect your opinion, Pasty, um, because a lot of other people seemed not to care for it. I enjoyed it. I liked it better than Raw. Uh, Raw didn't do anything for me, really. I did watch Raw highlights. I'm glad I just watched Raw highlights. And the highlights I watched were still a half hour, so it was, I, I still got most of the show. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was what it was. It was okay. I don't mind watching it, <clears throat> but I didn't need to. So now we're just slightly behind schedule. We're doing good, man. We're doing good putting a, putting a schedule on the show. So we're very we slightly behind schedule. I'm excited to not be up till midnight. And we're at, we're, we're at where we need to be. <clears throat> so I say we go from the, uh, from the bottom up, talk about Hell in a Cell. I took this straight from uh, WWE's um, page. So these are all official matches, and it's just in WWE's order. This isn't the order we put them in. It doesn't mean that this is the order they're going to happen in. But this is WWE's order. And this doesn't mean that this is every match on the card either. True, true. <laughs> this is just what the official released matches are per WWE. 
Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is they are bringing, they are finally bringing back the Fashion Police Fashion Files. I have missed them so much. They've been yes. some of the, the best stuff in SmackDown, and, and SmackDown has been seriously lacking without them. Um, it's allegedly going to be a Pulp Fiction parody, and it's allegedly going to reveal who the people who destroyed uh, the their 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 office are. And who I'm assuming is going to be their next feud. So we, uh, so we, so we're gonna we're gonna give our predictions along with telling you about what's going on or how we feel about what's going on and all that. Um, super happy to see Fashion Files back. Like I said, we've missed them. I, I I hope they can get back into having matches again and skits. I want them to do both. I love both. I'm gonna say I think it's the uh, colognes that are going to be the the ones behind it. I don't want it to be the colognes. Um, long-time listeners will know I wanted it to be Red Dragon, but I don't think Red Dragon's coming up from NXT to take right. on. Not, not now. Not now. Not before War Games. It would have been cool. I, I would have loved it, but it's not. Um, if I had my wish, it'd be Authors of Pain and have them just come in here and just, just plow through the fashion police. I'm okay with that. I love them, but I'm okay with that. Um, but I'm going to say it's the Colognes making their return. I think they're both supposed to be coming back soon. They haven't done anything with them. And for some reason, Vince just loves them and won't just get rid of them. Even though nothing has worked yet. <coughs> and I don't think anything will. Repackage them as much as you want. Strip them down to nothing. Give them everything. Whatever the fuck you want to do. Make them matadors. Fucking make them travel agents. Make them just regular, you know... Carlos Colon's sons or grandsons or whatever. Fucking do whatever you want. It's not going to work. But that's what I'm saying. Colon's for the win or whatever you want to call it. I had originally said it was us. But of course that can't be. Could be. No. I think something a little bit more sinister. I think Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund? Yes. I like Bob. Why not? Why not? He's fucking crazy. Right. He's nuts. He would do it. He would do it. He and would. he's an old timer, so he'd do it because he can't stand their gimmick. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I could see it. He's done wackier shit. <laughs> um, kickoff show has been announced, and it is going to be Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, the new American Alpha. Versus the Hype Bros. Um, <clears throat> I've got New American Alpha. I think Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin win this one. <clears throat> and I think this is what finally uh, splits up the Hype Bros. They don't get hype. They split hype. No, I think I'm going to have to change my answer to and agree with you. Because lately, Hype Bros have been not on the same page by any means. Not at all. I was saying the hype rose mostly because it's a pre-show, so who who really cares? So it doesn't matter for the most part, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But odds are Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, because I'm sure they don't want to keep doing uh, pre-show matches. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah, they really haven't done shit with Shelton Benjamin since he's come back. Um, I hope he's enjoying the money, because that's all he's really gotten out of this run. Right, yeah. <clears throat> But, you know, hey, if that's all he gets, it's more than I'm getting. <clears throat> so that's what you're going with now? You're going with Gable and Benjamin? Yeah. See, me personally, I wish Chad Gable and Jason Jordan were still together. 
and Shelton Benjamin came back on his own on Raw, that would make for better storylines than what the fuck they got going on here. It would. Or even if Shelton Benjamin came back as a uh, as a coach, not so much a manager, but a coach. He'd be a manager, but call him a coach. And then they can have a right. falling out, and then he can go off on his own. Or then Chad and Benjamin could, could get together, and, and they could push Jason Jordan as a solo <clears throat> without this stupid Kurt Angle storyline. I think that would have went over better. Yeah. But, yeah, either way. I would. I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I would agree with you. Uh, Randy Orton versus Rusev. <clears throat> I think this feud is just starting. Uh, I think as much as uh, Orton doesn't like being a face, he is. And I think they're building Rusev back up. And Orton's actually won his last few things. So I'm going to go with Rusev. I say... I say the Bulgarian brute takes it home to Mother Russia, even though he's Bulgarian. See, I think they're just getting this started, too, and this will be a good series for a while, and that's why Randy Orton wins it. And to be honest, Orton can be bland at times, but I can see these two having some good matches together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope. They should play very well. I think think they both have kind of the same ring psychology, almost. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it'll be good. Um, Robert Roode versus Dolphert Ziggler. <laughs> uh, I man. think... Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. Helena Cell is supposed to be in Chicago, isn't it? Yes. And I do think Dolph Ziggler comes out as CM Punk and beats Bobby Roode. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... I'm going to stick with Bobby Roode. Um, There are signs to point to Ziggler, um, being as Bobby Roode's been looking so strong coming up into this. A lot of times, that's a that's a sure sign that they're going to lose when they're so strong. Unless you're fighting Dolph Ziggler, but um, Dolph Ziggler has kind of been the guy. Whenever new guys come up from NXT, he's there. He's the guy that they lose to. Now, I could see uh, Dolph Ziggler maybe getting disqualified or winning uh, with shenanigans, and I'm okay with either one of those. But I'm going to say Bobby Roode wins this. Um, by the way, I loved it, uh, this, this SmackDown when he was like, oh, by the way, I didn't answer your question. I don't like your ring entrance. This is how you do it. And then he does the glorious. I, I just fucking love it. <laughs> I want them, I want them to play. I want them to play his, his glorious when, you know, when he's in the middle of a match and he does his, I want them to just do the glorious. Just that one thing. Just glorious. <laughs> just put it over. All right. I mean, they on. should. They, they play he builds it up enough. Yeah, they play people's Sound music. Sound guys could definitely hit that cue. They play people's music when they run in from the back to save somebody. So, come on. Somebody's quick on the trigger. <laughs> I think it'd be awesome. I think it'd be cool. Not forever. Just for a little while. You know, just for a couple months. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Bobby Roode. <clears throat> I think he should. I think this is going to... This could be the sleeper match. This, um... Actually, you know what? I'm not... This one is not the sleeper match. I'm going to save that. <clears throat> but this should be good. These two should put on a really good show. Uh, going on, we got the United States Championship match. AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. 
Uh, I think anybody who watches the product knows Corbin is not winning the title from AJ. Yeah. Yeah, it's not time. He wouldn't win it from AJ. Somebody else has to have it before Corbin can take I'd, it. Yeah, I'd be all for Corbin getting a U.S. title run. Let's see how he handles a title. We don't know yet. Uh, he had the money in the bank, and that didn't go well. <laughs> um, has he had a title? Some Something, and I don't think he has. I, maybe he was a flash in the pan U.S. title when it was on Raw. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think he has. So I'm okay with him getting a shot at it. Um, but yeah, now is not the time. Uh, we got the uh, Hell in a Cell match. SmackDown Tag Team Championship on the line. The New Day versus the Oos. This is uh, probably going to be the match of the night. This could be the match of the night. This will be the match of the night. I'm so excited to see what these guys do. Oh, shit, we didn't even talk about something, but we'll bring it up at the end here. <laughs> um, I'm so excited to see what these 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 four men, six men, five men, um, some men, not sure how many men are going to be here. I'm excited to see these men in a cage, sweaty and glistening. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I think I think they're going to I think they're going to steal the show. They're going to tear the house yeah. down. And this then New Day are such super fans. Like this is gonna be a hell of a hell in a cell. They're they're gonna New Day is gonna make sure they do everything that they can do with the cell. And you know what? Um, as much as I'm still against this, uh, let's give WWE credit for actually building up two matches that kind of deserve to be in a hell in a cell. Yeah. Um, usually it's just like, oh, October's coming. We have to have hell in a cell, and that's what this is. The only reason we have these matches is for that. But they have taken uh, over a month to build up both of these feuds. And they have had multiple... uh, Shane and Kevin haven't had multiple matches, but they've had multiple altercations. And Shane has been involved in multiple matches with Kevin Owens. And uh, the New Day and Usos have had multiple matches. This is where a Hell in a Cell... This is where feuds should culminate and, 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 and bloom and blow up and pay off. So I give WWE credit for that. For as much as we shit on WWE so much, the two Hell in a Cell matches they have, they have built up to be Hell in a Cell matches. And usually I would scoff, like, oh, you're having tag teams in a Hell in a Cell. But, no, these guys deserve it. Uso and New Day have had so many good matches, and I'm really excited to see it come to a head here. I'm hoping it's uh, Big E and Xavier. Um... I, I could see them having Kofi just so he can do something funky off the top of the cage. I don't need anything off the top of the cage. No, that's um, going to happen in the Owens. Yeah, we already know we're getting... Well, I yeah. don't know, and I'll bring that up later too. But, you know, I think they want to do something fun so Kofi's really um, agile and, and, and has great uh, balance. Insane fucking balance. So I can see Kofi being the guy in there. But I, I want to see I want to see Xavier and Big E. That's the team I yeah. want to see in there. Mm-hmm. I think they can do a lot. Um, they're they're very similar uh, to like we were talking about uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, or like we were talking about. Uh, and this is last week I'm talking about that that we were talking about Cesaro and Sheamus, or the Hart Foundation, where you have the young, scrappy, smaller guy, and you have the big beast. They make such a good mm. team together. Um, 
which works e- either way. Kofi and Xavier both work, I guess, that way. I, I'm a bigger fan of Xavier than Kofi's work. Kofi is good for the big spots, but that's not that's why I think they'll pick him for this, but I don't need that. I want to I want an amazing match. Right. Yeah, I don't even care to see them exit the cell. Like don't break down a wall in this match. Just break beat the, the shit the out of each other, please. Down. Chris Jericho break would argue with balls. you. Uh and uh I don't think we've said yet. I'm going New Day. I'm going with New Day as well. All right. Love you, Sos, but New Day's, yeah. yeah. That's where we're at. SmackDown Women's Championship match. This is the match I think might be the sleeper match. I think Natalia knows this might be her last big fucking title match ever. Yeah. And I think between the skill of Natalia and Charlotte, for as much flack as I give her, is super talented. There, there are much better women on that roster. But she is super talented, and I think she's going to bring her all to this one. Um, so this, I think, might end up being the sleeper match. This might be the match where people aren't really too excited about, and then you leave saying, shit, other than the Hell in a Cells, that was the fucking match of the night. Um, so I'm excited for this one. I-, I said it from the beginning, Natalia's a transition champion. Charlotte's oh, yeah. back, and she's getting all the fan flair. Ha <laughs> ha, pun intended. Um, plus, she's got the new book out, and they're really promoting the new book. Her dad almost died. Um, they're giving her the belt. And and it's another, it's one more way to bring her closer to her dad's fucking record, which they want to have done by, you know, the end of next year. Yeah. Like you were talking about them getting all their damn records in. I say Charlotte right. wins it, but I think it's an amazing I, match. Yeah. Yeah, I think Charlotte definitely wins it. Um, Natalia versus Charlotte. It doesn't matter how you roll the dice. I, I really don't think Natalia has hopes to win this. And if Unless you... it's a qual- disqualification ending. Right. Uh, yeah. That would be okay. Um, I, I don't need that, but that would be okay. And then no. just, uh, And then just hold it over till uh, Survivor Series. That may, that maybe be a bigger win for Flair for Charlotte also. You know what? I'd be okay with that. I would be okay with that. Natalia's doing good, holding her own. She'd still be that transition champion. I'm okay with that. I, I still think Charlotte's gonna get it, but I like your idea of of her uh, of her keeping it through through some kind of disqualification or some kind of. That'd be great if job. it was a low blow finish. For the <laughs> yeah, give her a cunt punt. They don't do that enough in women's matches. And you know, I'm not a woman, but I'm pretty sure it hurts like shit. Right. Not as, not as bad as us. Not as bad as us, but but bad. They don't do enough of them. Um, remember when uh, Mickey James gave the old on Trish Stratus? And then, yes. just, and then just licked it. Yep. Oh, my God. Back in the crazy Mickey days. That was the best Mickey pants. James. I love that Mickey James. Speaking of Mickey James, so, right. so what's this? So they they she was in WWE and they they made her Piggy James because allegedly she was so fat, according to Lay Cool and the WWE writers and Vince McMahon, she was so huge and gargantuan. <laughs> Actually, it reminds me of um oh uh, uh um anger management, anger management. You know anger yes. management, right, Pacey? You love that movie, yes. right? Yeah. Remember yes. when, um, I can't think of the gal's name, 
but he goes oh over to God. her house and then she starts eating the cake. Yep. She's like, "What am I a fucking fat slob? I'm a fucking porker. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the fucking porker eating the cupcakes. <laughs> that, that's what that makes me think of because she's a gorgeous woman who's just fit and in shape. And, and they and they were doing the piggy James angle, which is just up there with the Natalia fart. It was stupid. It was degrading. It's, it's a low point in wrestling. And then she leaves. Went to TNA, put on some of the best matches in wrestling, not just women's wrestling, fucking wrestling. Comes back to WWE, and now she's the old lady. She's fucking 38 yep. years old. She's not that fucking <laughs> old. I would bang the shit out of her before I'd bang Alicia Fox and uh, Emma. I'm just right. going to put that out there. Not that not that fucking banging women has anything to do with my preference of them as a, as a wrestler, because it doesn't. But I find her more attractive than both Alicia Fox and Emma. And she's a better wrestler right. than both of them. Um, so that, that really bothers me, this whole... I, I don't like what they're doing with Mickey James. And, and then, it's, all because, yeah, it's all because Mickey James has smile lines on her eyes when she smiles or talks. Yeah, yeah. Like, God forbid... That's it. God forbid fucking uh, Goldberg comes back at fucking 38 and wins the world title. Right. God forbid. <laughs> you know. And then... We're getting off topic, but we actually have a little bit of extra time. And then yeah, so she opens up the door to to Alexa Bliss to Alexa Bliss's uh locker room and Nia Jax is standing guard. Didn't Nia Jax just turn on her the fucking week before? Yep. So yep. how come they're fucking back to being besties again? They called them frenemies on the show. Did you see Nia Jax tweet? Did I see her sweet? Her tweet. She tweeted oh. something about No. Something about uh, I asked her something about what the hell. I thought you guys split up. She's like, shut up. I'll do what I want. <laughs> That's actually great heel right there. <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, fucking right. And, and saying it in Cartman's voice, too. Whatever. I do what I want. <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> That's great. No, I didn't see that, but that is awesome. Uh, yeah, that is stupid. Okay. It is dumb. So now we'll go on to shit that's less entertaining than Nia Jax. WWE <laughs> Championship match. Uh, Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. The artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. See, some people, they knock them down to one name. Some people, they extend their names to ungodly length. Well, they still haven't figured out what he is. He was the king of strong style, and then he's the artist known as, and then he's the artist, and it's like, just... He doesn't need to be any of that shit. Just let him be Shinsuke. That's the best thing you can do with him. Yeah. So, um, so with everything I said above about uh, WWE going to India and um, the Survivor Series and John Cena taking the title off of Jinder, I'm, I'm going to go with Shinsuke. I'm going to go with the underdog. I'm going to go with hope. I'm going to go with reason. I'm going to go with go my with heart. Him. And I'm going to say Shinsuke Nakamura. <clears throat> you can go with him. Jinder's on his way to breaking records, and I don't see him stopping. There's no reason to. The title means nothing right now anyway. Jinder's going to keep it. I agree, but I'm still going with Shinsuke. Won't it be amazing? If it, if hey, it is. hey, at TLC, I'm going for Bray Wyatt again. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Sometimes you gotta going, go for hope. You're going for Sister Abigail. Not okay, yeah, Sister Abigail. Sorry. Which, by the way, again, last week or two weeks ago, I talked about how the only thing left is for Bray Wyatt right. to don fucking paint, and now he's painting his face up for a match against him. Fucking A! <laughs> And then there's going to be the next match. It's going to be Sister Abigail versus the Demon. Right? And I can't wait. I don't want to be right about some of this stupid shit I say. I want to be wrong about that shit. I don't like being right about stupid shit. Oh. It, 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 it could be great. This this Sister Abigail thing could be awesome. Um, Like, you know, I joked about it. You know, he's going to come to the fucking ring and drag. If he comes to the ring and fucking drag, I'm done. I'm fucking done. I, I'm i barely on the Bray train as it is. Actually, I'm still just looking at, I'm still just looking for cheap prices for the Bray train. I'm not on it anymore, but I am looking at, at tickets. And if there's a cheap ticket, I'll, I'll, I'll hop back on the Bray train. But as soon as he comes down there in a fucking dress and a wig, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm just, I'm just fucking going like, train like up. lipstick and eyeliner and yep, blush. The, the train is left, and I'm, I'm throwing myself in front of it. That's what I'm doing. I'm just gonna throw myself He's in front of the train. He's got his hair tied back with the red ribbon. <laughs> <sighs> Shaved um, his beard for the match. Right. <laughs> there's, there's and so now many... he's stuck being Sister Abigail until it grows back. There's so many great ways they could go with Sister Abigail with different women. I, I'm okay with her like possessing him, and like him and him like painting himself up crazy and going in yeah. there and doing something. But I'm, I'm going to say the same thing that I that I um, don't like about Finn Balor is if he does that, I want him to act different. Finn Balor doesn't act right. any different yeah. when he's the demon, and that bothers me. He should. It shouldn't yeah, be. Yeah, no, I, I want to see a new finisher as Sister Abigail. Yeah, I want to see him do different uh, uh, maneuvers in the ring. I want to see him walk a little different. I want to see, I don't want to see the fucking uh, crab walk. You know, what if, right. I mean, don't, don't put your titties out there, woman. That's, that's not a woman thing to do. You don't spread your legs like that with a skirt on. It's not how ladies act. Um, to be fair, that, that, um, that promo was, was one of the better promos we've had for a long time. I don't like a lot of his promos recently and he kind of won me over with that one. But now on to the main event. That's how much more excited we are to see a Raw match <laughs> than we are to see the WWE Championship match I'm, on SmackDown. Yeah, and I'm not that excited for that. But, yeah, it's horrible. So, um, Shane O'Mac versus Kevin Owens, Hell in a Cell, but then they added a stipulation that is the dumbest I'm sick of this stupid right. shit they do. I'm sick. This I'm does not need sick. to be tagged onto it. He, it, it doesn't. It's a, it's a hell in a cell, cell match. match. It shouldn't matter. And it's falls count anywhere. So first of all, WWE is just accepting the fact that hell in a cell is always going to leave the cell. I mean, they're, they're right. basically telling us that. Um, yeah. You could argue, well, they can have a they can have a pinfall in the short space between the mat and the fucking cage. But that's not going to happen. No, that's not, not, not with is. Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens. Why not just have a Falls Count Anywhere match? You don't... My biggest fear is the match doesn't cell. even make it into the cell. Like, Shane's coming down, Kevin Owens attacks, and the match starts outside of the ring, and it never goes inside the cell. The one thing I will <laughs> say, I don't think anybody's going off the top. Nobody. I don't think anybody is. I think maybe a halfway up fall... 
Um, but I would love, I would love because Kevin Owens is the king of not letting you get what you want. I would love if Kevin Owens thwarted Shane O'Mac every time he tried to go up that cage. You don't want to see Kevin Owens pop up, power bomb Shane McMahon off the top of the hell cell. The only thing I no, I don't. <laughs> I do for Shane I O'Mac really for do. Shane O'Mac's sake and for <laughs> Kevin Owens. How's he going to do that without falling off? It's not going to happen. Um, the one thing I do see is with it, have a, a harness on. with it being a false count anywhere. I'm worried they're going to have the pinfall be on top of the cell. So don't do that. I kind of picture a ref looking up and seeing if the, the, the shoulders are down. I'm like one, two, <laughs> no, he, he got it up. I can see it. I mean, I, I don't see them having a ref climb up there. That just doesn't seem the ref doesn't make enough money to do that. But as soon as they said false count anywhere, that that's what came into my mind. I, I pictured a pinfall. On top of the cage. Um, I, I do not. I'm really, really, I'm really looking forward to this match. Super disappointed that they made it a false count anywhere hell in a cell match. Because those two things don't work together in any fucking world. Infinite worlds and infinite dimensions. There's not one that hell in a cell false count anywhere makes sense. So, uh, I don't like it. They should have just made it a false count anywhere match, but it has to be Hell in a Cell because it's, Feb- it's October. February? What the fuck am I thinking? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to See, skip ahead. I think this is where WWE gets it wrong, though. They should have made it so TLC was this weekend and Hell in a Cell was later in October. Personally. I would have, I mean, I yeah, if you want to go with the theme, I agree with you, but I just, yeah, I'm not. I don't like it. Um, See, and the thing I really want is Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor to go over to SmackDown and have this next match in LSL this weekend. <laughs> but that won't happen. Um, I've seen a lot of things um, predicting Shane McMahon's actually going to go over here. Um, and he's lost his he last He almost few. has to. <clears throat> he's he lost almost his last few. So, I mean, I could see that, but I'm still going with Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens wins it. I don't think Shane McMahon loses any momentum by not winning a Hell in a Cell match against Kevin Owens. I don't think that hurts him I just, at all. My only thing, I, I, I mean, I'm going with Kevin Owens as well, but my only thing is go if Shane doesn't win it. It goes, Shane McMahon is, is I, I see Shane McMahon getting written out, at least for a little while. Going away for a while. Um, you know, I don't know if she, uh, Stephanie comes in or, or what happens or if Kurt just kind of runs it for a while or, or what the deal is. Um, Wouldn't that be great if Shane's kids ran the show? Wouldn't Kevin Owens love that? That would actually <laughs> be great. I, I, so I, I don't know what you do with it from there. Or you can just have Owens have the victory over him and Shane still be in the authority figure. And I, I don't know. I, I do see, I, I see what you're saying, the long game. I don't know where either one goes from here. Um, it seems like it's too big of a thing to have. I mean, this should be the blow off for a feud, but they're both going to be around. And I don't know if Kevin Owens loses, what do you do going forward? Is he put in his place? Is he, right. you know, the dog with the tail between his legs? Um, if Kevin Owens and what wins, about, is he ever still going- have the Sammy Zayn factor to think about in this match as well? There is, there is. Um, and, and, uh, and with that, uh, promo, or backstage skit, I guess, that he did with Shane McMahon. 
I, I'm almost uh, tempted to believe that Sami Zayn turns heel in this match and uh, and and takes out Shane. Maybe as soon as Shane is about to do something big. I That'd be- I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that out there right now. I'm gonna say Sami Zayn. I'm gonna add that I'm gonna add that to my to my pick. I'm gonna say that Sami Zayn interferes and turns heel. He's not doing anything right now. He's not doing right. anything. Um, Everybody would love to see Sammy and Kevin Owens be friends again, for at least for those, a little while. Yeah, those two are an amazing team. And then you can have Sammy and Zayn and Shane trying to control them too. And that can bring in any any number of, of things, stuff, whatever. I mean, that can... That could push uh, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin up and have him try to put those guys against Zayn and Owens to control them or, or whatever you want to do. <clears throat> you could bring people in. You could bring up... Shane McMahon could bring up the Authors of Pain to try to control Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. There you go. It rhymes. And it could blow up in his face. It could. That'd be good. I'm going to say that. I'm going to yeah, say Kevin know. Owens wins and, and Sami Zayn turns heel. Yeah, I don't know where it goes from here, but I'm excited for this match. It's going to be good. I don't care who wins, to be completely honest. I just want to see these two. This is going to be good. Um, it's not going to be a good... I mean, it's a Hell in a Cell match. It's not going to be a great classic wrestling match. Right. Um, You can't get that from Shane anyway. Oh no, we did get that from Shane. When? Uh, Shane versus AJ Styles. He was putting okay. on holds, counter holds. He was wrestling, like completely wrestling and looking good doing it. So you can get that from him. That blew my mind, and that was an amazing match. But this is not um, AJ Styles. This is Kevin Owens. And and it's a brawl. It's Hell in a Cell. It's going to be a brawl. It's Falls Count Anywhere. It's going to be a brawl. And that's where Shane McMahon is is best. Shane McMahon is best in a brawl. And he can take bumps like, like none other. It's amazing how well this guy takes bumps. Uh, even though he's older than Mickey James. Um. <laughs> oh, shit. K-Fame News just broke it. Sister Abigail to be portrayed by Trish Stratus. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so there you go. That's my pick. Kevin Owens. And I want to say Sami Zayn's involved. That at least gives you somewhere to go from here. I like that. That actually gives gives you a, 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 long, a long-term plan. Yeah. And it'd be cool. I mean, if we got the Kevin Owens show, I would be happy as a fucking clam. And maybe, uh, maybe, maybe a certain somebody uh, comes up from NXT <clears throat> to help out his brother-in-law against the monster that he helped create. Could we see Shane McMahon and Triple H versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? <clears throat> One never knows. That doesn't sound thrilling to me. <laughs> Triple H versus Kevin Owens sounds amazing. I could just be fine with that. Let's build a WrestleMania match and be happy. 
but let's not make it a tag team. I'd be perfectly fine if Triple H doesn't have another WrestleMania match. To unless, unless, game. unless Triple H is gonna can come back as the next iteration of DX. Oh my god! Start using the suck it again, so that there's a reason for the cease and desist order to be in place. Is Dolph Ziggler gonna be their ex rock? Yeah. I can see difficulties on my end. I am unable to hear you for the moment. I will fix this Oh, issue. shit. Look at your Come thing. Come back to me, rip. pasty. Come back. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm back. So we got a handful of minutes left. What do, I mean, what do we want to close out with? Um, God, I don't know. We're never ahead of schedule. This is weird. I don't like that you put time frames on things and now... Because like now we got time we to fit. discuss other shit. We can, we can talk about Rick and Morty if we want to talk about Rick and Morty. We can talk about what's pissing us off if we want to talk about what's pissing us off. How about, how about I, I would like... I don't know what the Beef Sticks listeners would like. I would like for you and I to do a top 10 Rick and Morty season 3 episodes. There were 10 episodes this season... And I think it'd be pretty simple for me to pick my top and bottom, and then I'd just have to kind of wrestle with what's going to be in the middle, I think. Yeah. I think See, I would, I, I would definitely want to go back and watch it over again. Uh, there, I guess there's the added bonus that the first six episodes, six or seven episodes, are available for free on Adult Swim. Are they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just go. the last three that are locked behind that you have to have a subscription to your cable provider. Yeah, but the last three, four aren't hard to find online either. Right. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely want to rewatch let's, let's them say, again. Let's say, let's say we do a top ten, but let's not uh, dedicate ourselves to next week. Let's just start working in this this week and maybe in the next couple weeks on rewatching them. There you of, go. You know, take a little time while you're watching them. Maybe have a have your phone handy and just kind of give it a grade as you watch it, and then you can go through later and look at what you put down and, and kind of go from there. Right. And I was also kind of tooling around with the idea for the Patreon because we haven't been very faithful to it lately, and I I, I feel really bad for that. But what if we stop doing Patreon episodes, and when there's big news that we need to talk about? We hit the Patreon with it. You get exclusive news on the Patreon. I think that gives people a little bit more incentive, too. You know, big wrestling news stories or things going on in the world, things we want to talk about. We might not remember it by the time the show rolls around on Thursday. Right. Maybe we let you know how we feel about fucking uh, Vegas when it happens, immediately when it happens. Right. Little tidbits there. Let us know what you think, folks. Uh, both Patreon users and non-patreon users is that is that something that you would like going forward is that something you would be interested in investing in if you're not already investing in patreon let us know give us your input input johnny would also like to announce at the end of the show for those who are still here that we have locked in yet another cloud style broadcasting sponsored event and that is 1812 Records and Cloud Style Broadcasting present Welcome Bacon, a throwback Thanksgiving. This is going to harken to the yesteryear in Minnesota hip-hop. <coughs> we got an intimate venue, close quarters. It's going to be nice, very nice stage, great sound. 
Club Underground. Uh, we're going to be bringing back acts that you maybe have never seen or definitely haven't seen in some years. We're, it's it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a party, and it's going to be a lot of fucking fun. Hell yeah! I'm excited for this. You know, there's there's a lot of stress going into Hollow Blaze and getting everything lined up. And right. I haven't really gotten anything extra lined up for Hollow Blaze in the last couple of weeks. So for this to come through right now, it's just, it's going to come through. It's going to come together easy, and it's going to be a fun fucking show. Less X, longer sets. I know me and Strata were talking, and we're only going to do our classic music. So, you know, if you miss the old shit, if you miss songs like Get Shitty, Nightlife, You Are My Sunshine, come check the show out. It's going to be a lot of fun. These are songs we haven't... We haven't performed these songs in so fucking long. And it's time. Welcome taken a throwback Thanksgiving. November 11th. That is Saturday, November 11th. At Club Underground. Tickets, too. You can never go wrong with that. Right. <clears throat> <clears throat> well, is that the episode, Loke? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But it is. is. <laughs> I think it is. All right. Well, from Cloud Style Broadcasting Beef Sticks Podcast, I'm Fat Mac. I'm Paisley White. Have you, you a like great a time. Sick puppy. We will see you when we always see you every Thursday at 8. And guess what? Next week, the show has as many episodes as I am years old. You're an old son Shit. of a bitch. Shit's getting real, yo. Shit, it real. already passed me at 25, so it's fucking wild. <laughs> you course, little I, fucking whippersnapper. I didn't sit and fucking brag about it or anything. But that's how you old people <laughs> work, you and Mickey James. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, I love y'all. Pasty White, I love you. It's all love. It's all love love. in professional wrestling. One love and a beef stick love. A big beef stick for all of y'all. Beef stick love. Thank you all for going hog wild with us tonight. Hog wild. Hog wild.